This is an unpleasant podcast for me to dictate, but it's important for me to now uh, talk to you about the, my appearance on the internet. If you have Googled my name, you're going to find all of my recent work with Parkinson's being uh, highly located and looked at. But then you come across some very dark stories about my past. What I need to do is give you a clear story, tell you what happened, and let you make your own judgments. In about 2004, I had stopped working with a pharmaceutical research firm that was working with new antidepressants. And while I was between jobs, I had developed a rather remarkable amount of compassion for people who suffer from very serious depressive disorders and couldn't afford a $300 office visit to see a psychiatrist. A great number of people tried to get into our research programs simply because they knew that once they had been in the program, we were obligated by law, by international treaty, to provide them adequate follow-up treatment. It was really sad to see people who couldn't afford getting the medicine, let alone getting uh, a doctor's visit. So I did, as a temporary matter, start to uh, refill prescriptions via the internet. And that's what I did. I refilled. I didn't prescribe new drugs. But people would come and ask for a refill of certain antidepressants. Or the most common thing was Viagra because men were embarrassed to talk to their doctors about it. And so it was a simple thing that I did for a while. In May of 2004, I had a request for a refill by a young man in Northern California. He said he had been on this antidepressant before and that it had worked very well and that he uh, could not afford to see the doctor. So I refilled his prescription for two months. Approximately three months later, this young man who was had been very depressed and had very serious, severe problems with alcohol and family history committed suicide. When it was discovered that there was a prescription bottle with my name on it, the family insisted on an investigation and determined that, in fact, I had provided the prescription for him. The state of California took nearly a year to determine, in their opinion, whether I had committed a crime or not. Finally, they decided that I was guilty of wrongful death, which is a very serious felony charge. But when they started the investigation, the medical board doctors determined that my prescription had no role in this young man's suicide and that they could not make such a claim. But because it was a new area, new ground, new territory, they elected to charge me with a minor offense called practicing medicine in California without a California medical license, though I had a valid license in Colorado. That was a new, what they call, case of first impression because of the internet and the ability to contact people in different states. And it was determined by the California that they wanted to make case law. They then spent nearly two to three years following up pursuing a case against me. I, of course, had to get legal representation, which was extremely expensive and basically bankrupted me. I remained in contact with the court in California through the courts in Colorado and had generally been doing the things my attorney directed me to do. Well, finally, I did have to appear in California. What happened is is my attorney had told me to not return because they might incarcerate me and we still had defense to mount. But because there was a warrant out there, they... uh, I got a minor traffic stop in Nebraska, put me in jail, and then sent me to California. Really hard, really tough. And 
once I was there, my attorney then argued the case and I was released from the jail on, a, on my personal bond recognizance. Then it still went on for a while longer, during which time I had open heart surgery. And finally, I pleaded no contest to one count of practicing medicine in California without a California medical license. And I was sentenced to three years probation and nine months of jail time. Well, I had already spent some time in the jails as the court proceeding went by. And in view of my recent heart surgery, I spent about six months restricted to my home in Colorado, and then the three years probation. However, as that drew to an end, the court revisited my case, and when they did so, they determined that my case actually needed to be dismissed. The felony was wiped out of my record, expunged, and my criminal record remains clear to this date. But an unhappy problem with the internet, I like to say the internet and herpes have something in common. They will last all of your life. So I have these articles that appeared nearly 10 years ago about me. And because my name is infrequent, it comes up real easy. If my name was Jones, it wouldn't because there's too many Joneses in the world. Well, there's only about six Hagaseths. So I am now looked upon the internet as a very unsavory character. Yet nobody knows that, in fact, the case and the charges against me have been dismissed and my record expunged. It's an unfortunate and sad chapter. My motivation was to help, and actually there were people who contacted me in response to my refilling their prescriptions, saying that if I hadn't done that in a timely fashion, they would have committed suicide. Of course, that does not meet press. Having lived with this now for a long, painful time, and I now have my Parkinson's and have dedicated my life to helping other people with Parkinson's, I get checked out by people on the internet as a, as a right and proper thing to do and they can see very unsavory things, but the internet does not tell the whole story. I had no role in the boy's death, and the case against me ultimately was discharged, and my record expunged. Which brings me to a interesting point in my life. I want to tell you a little bit about what I had done before in my life. I volunteered for military service in the Vietnam War. I served honorably with the Marine Corps, had top secret clearance with the Navy, in certain kinds of aircraft. I was a flight surgeon. In my years of practice, I never ever refused to see a patient because of the patient's inability to pay my bill. And consequently, I did not make the money that a lot of other doctors make. I had the good fortune participating in three separate medical missions to a downtrodden people called the Tolpan in Honduras. Very meaningful, very great experience. I have been heartbroken that I cannot practice medicine. I practice psychiatry with compassion and love. That is who I am. And now, as Parkinson's has come, I find that I have a great deal to offer to other people with Parkinson's. If you've seen my website recently, I have now setting it up that I will consult with anybody with Parkinson's disease or with questions about Parkinson's disease at no cost to them at any time anywhere in the world. I'm also looking into what I can do to assist neurology people in the country of Uganda because the fact is their Parkinson's disease is seen as a mental illness or thought to be contagious. When I came out of medical school, my dream was to get training and become Albert Schweitzer. But I volunteered and served five and a half years active duty and then had a family and I never made it over there. I believe very deeply in the concept of caring for people. It is my calling to do good wherever I can. This episode in my life and its consequences have been so destructive that there have been moments that I have in fact considered taking my life because it has no meaning. But my life has meaning now, great meaning, 
And now you get to listen to this and hear me and make your judgment. Either you will continue to want to follow what I have to say in my thinking, or you may dismiss me. And in either case, that's your call. I choose that I am not going to discuss this subject any further with anybody. This is my final statement on the matter. I am 76 years old. I've had Parkinson's for between seven and ten years, depending on how you look at it. I am convinced that I have the health to live to my 90s. I'm going to spend these years working as a physician, but not practicing medicine, but educating, supporting, and encouraging my fellow people with Parkinson's disease. My life must be meaningful, and it must result in benefit to others, or I will feel that I have wasted my life completely. Thank you. Goodbye.